All right, y'all, we are live. Wow. Um, welcome to our first Vibras Detroit podcast. We are so excited to be Hell doing yeah. this with y'all, honestly. Um, so just to start off, you know, my name is Camila. Um, I'm a Southwest Detroit born and bred. Um, I recently graduated from the University of Michigan, but my passion really lies in music. I currently direct Mariachi Femini Detroit, which is uh, Michigan and kind of like the Midwest first woman-led ensemble. Uh, so that is me, and I'm going to be co-hosting the show with Luis, a.k.a. Bunny, a.k.a. the Come businessman. The businessman. <laughs> hey, y'all know what time it is. What's up, mi gente? It's your boy Luis, a.k.a. Bunny. You know what time it is. And I'm an upcoming entrepreneur from Southwest Detroit. You probably heard of me from my delicious food that I've made, my Mexican tortas and taco dorados. <laughs> you know, we're doing business on social media. You know, we all get around when we work hard. But um, yeah, it's a pleasure to have you know everybody here today, and thank you guys for watching us. Yeah, so we're gonna take a minute to first introduce you know like for people that are just tuning into the show, what is Vibras Detroit podcast? Um, so to start, our team started back in um, December. Really, our friend Ruben brought us together, and he just had this idea where he wanted to bring creatives and artists in Detroit, and specifically like uh, a lot of Southwest Detroit creatives because Shout they were all. Right, because they were all our friends and everything. Um, he just wanted the space where they could talk about, you know, their experience as an artist, you know, the journeys that they've had through their um, artistic development. Really, it's just like a space for us to just dialogue and all share that um, experience. We really want to give a shout out to Ruben and EJ, who are part of our team. We are shout a four-member team. Helping us out. <laughs> They're behind the scenes, behind the cameras, making sure we look and sound good. So. We are, you know, the Vibras Detroit podcast. We actually recently decided on the name for the longest time. Yeah, for the longest time, it was um, going to be named En La Movida, like as in In The Movement, which we were thinking about it, but it was just like uh, a It sounded bit, too much like La Zeta Radio, yeah, like too much like a Spanish radio. Like, en La Movida, In The Movement. That's how we felt about it. But hey, you know, there's always, you know, time for perfection. And we ended up coming with Detroit Vibras just by all the vibes we got you know, from recording with all these local artists. We've mm -hmm. been practicing for about, I'd say, half a year now yeah. with, you know, local genuine artists in our area and amazing people, I'd say, you know, real nice vibes and just bringing it all to the table. Really dope people, y'all, which is why we're super excited to um, introduce our first person to the podcast. His name, you know it, I know you know it. Uh, he came out with his debut album, Wish You Well, last year and recently came out with his Lose Me Now EP. His name is... Gabriel Duran, Southwest born and bred, baby. What's up, Gabe? Tell the people about yourself. Yeah, my name is Gabriel Duran. I'm a recording artist from Southwest Detroit. You know, lived there, raised there my whole life. And yeah, I'm excited to be a part of this. Excited to sit alongside you two. Eager to have this conversation. We got the vitamin water. We got dragon fruit just for you today. Did you notice that? Just for me, yeah. Just for you. We brought him dragon fruit. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Speaking of dragon fruit, you know, which is one of your earliest songs, man, wow, what did you do there? You really captivated me and Camila when we were studying you. Wow, that video, I mean, talk about the intro. That's a whole dialogue we can get into right now. That was know, But I know people, you know, like people are really just trying to get, you know, to know who he is, you know, but. That yeah. was actually my first performance I think I've ever seen of you. It was the Dragon Fruit premiere, for okay. real. Yeah. Like, what was that, yeah. two, three years ago? The Dragon yeah, Fruit video was... 2019, it was the summer of 2019. So the Dragon Fruit project for me was kind of like a, a reawakening, honestly. I had spent some time away at school. I was studying at, the, at Michigan State University. And I, I decided that I needed to leave because I wasn't in the best mental space. And I kind of felt a little distant from my craft. 
and I needed to kind of recharge. And I think the best way to recharge is to go home and to be around the people that you came up with. And yeah. that summer was exactly that. So mm. the summer that we created Dragon Fruit was really just me kind of reconnecting with everybody that I came nice. up with. And I think it kind of shows in its yes. authenticity and what the project is now. Yes. You were blown away, honestly, by the yes. connection. We definitely saw the connection you had to like the video Dragon Fruit. It was just, you touched on so much. You touched on like Southwest gentrification. You touched on your own music. You touched on like y the visual aspects in general. What were some, who were some of the directors that yeah, were, you so know, the, were a part the, of that? The, the whole project, so the short film was directed by Arturo Rivera, who's oh, also okay. from Southwest. And uh, that's kind of like the approach that I like to take. Nice, nice. The majority of my projects, I like to work with people that grew up in the same neighborhood as me. Nice. Kind of keeping it, you know. That's keep it unified. <laughs> yeah, keeping yeah. it close, yeah, you know. I yeah. feel like there's obviously so many talented people in the city, but there's also an immense amount of talent in my neighborhood. So why yeah. not try Facts. to be exactly. you know, show like that as much as I can whenever I put something together. Yeah, and one of the things that really stood out for me on the video, besides everything, um, I heard what these last two voicemails on there, mm -hmm. you know, it really was just like, were these pre-recorded for this? Were those actual voicemails from your family yeah. members? These two really deep dwelling inspiring voice deep. that spoke to me while you were riding through Werner. Yeah. Shout out Werner. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Werner. Yeah. So the three, there was three on that in that that section, and two of them were re-recorded, but they were moments that happened to me earlier in the summer. And one of them, I just straight up like I told the person that it was from. I won't say which one it is, but one like it say was it, just that. It. it was just that. It was my homie Dasi. He's like a big yeah. brother to me. He's a muralist. He actually he did the murals. Uh, Right there by ENL in both parking lots. Nice. Nice. Parking Shout lot. out. And Nasty also, man. yeah, the facade of like the, the cultural center on Livernoy, Garaje Cultural. Yeah. Uh, the, the voicemail from him was like super authentic. I literally just like recorded like the Instagram message that he had sent me yeah. like, a bunch of voice memos. And I was like, yo, can I put this in this project I'm working on? He's like, of course. Yeah, it sounds legit. It sounds really good. Um, also, with that being said, just one last request on that song because, like I said, this song was really impactful. Mm -hmm. I think. Everybody wants to know one thing What's after up? watching that video. Who is Maria Maria? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think Maria Maria. I'm not going to lie. I think this is like something that I, it's, it's kind of the same process I use. I never put anybody's real name in a song. Like, it's, mm. that's like my number Wow, that's Vibra Detroit exclusive, y'all. Gabe never uses an actual person's it's name. It's easier that way. Uh, <laughs> so, Maria is not an actual person in my life, but they know who they are also. I think it's just best if we leave it. Yeah, that's it. that's perfect with us, you know, this is what we're here for, you know, just trying to, you know, get a little recognition and yeah, what you use sure. in your art and craft. Um, so also Gabe, I just want to hop in real quick. Yeah. When did you start really making independent, like, music? When did you start releasing, like, your own and, yeah. like, kind of doing all that? So I started playing guitar when I was 10. I had been playing percussion with my grandfather. My grandfather was a huge influence in my music. You can shout out your grandfather. Yeah, he's my Duran. He's the OG. Shout out yeah, Papa. no, I remember yeah. seeing that man like nine years old, everywhere. just uh, with the guitar nice. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Everywhere. But I started playing with him, like percussion, when I was eight, and then I started playing guitar. And then I think I was like 14, 13 or 14 when I wrote my first song. And, and yeah. my uncle took the time to record it with me in his little setup that he had in the basement, and then I put that song, that song was called Why. I was like 13. Why is the question that I <laughs> ask myself? Yeah. Hey, I used to replay, man. That song used to be on replay yeah. for me back in like high so school. So that's that, so 14, 13, 14 is when I started to take nice. music a little bit more serious. Do you have, um, do you have just two artists you grew up listening to? Any influences? That I listen to like as a you lot. Mm -hmm. As you grew up, you know, just trying to perfect Early your flow. Early influences. Early yeah. influences as growing up. Just name two artists. Uh, 
Uh, it's really hard, I, I think, to like like to just pick two. I, I feel like I've listened to just hey, two off the top of your head. A spread of like a lot of artists from uh, honestly, it's gonna sound like my grandfather is an artist. I obviously I listened to mm -hmm. a lot growing up. My uncle too, Silverso from Chile. Um, Daniel Viglietti is somebody that I've now fallen more into touch with his music. He's a composer from Uruguay, and then I think like more like you know mainstream artists are like obviously Justin Timberlake is a huge inspiration in my music. Yeah, I love like JT. Yeah. I love JT. Honestly, it's like I, I think it's more. I, I I feel like I'd like to answer that question more so with just like eras, like the 2000 mm. to 2000 like seven like R and B era. Yeah. Oh, like those are. I just I feel like I can just remember like driving around. My mom had an Explorer when we were growing up. When I was growing up, and I just remember she had like a sunroof, and I just always being on Werner and like listening to 955. Like 955 that was, was the time to be on. alive, bro. 955 like was the best There were just hits all the time. They were all like the R&B hits of yeah. the time. It was just, so I think era is more, so like I really resonate with like the 60s and 70s as far as like folkloric music from Latin America. Yeah. And then like from 2000 to 2007, that like, yeah, that era of R&B definitely molded a lot of who I am today as far as sonically. Wow. My respects. So um, we kind of were getting into this when we first started the interview, but um, I kind of want to touch on like, Gabe, what is your kind of experience as an artist here in Southwest Detroit? So I know that you stay kind of like by, by downtown. Mm -hmm. Like, does that give you a lot of like studio access? Just, I think that to be an artist in this area is like such a niche in the creative world, you know, like yeah. we're just Southwest Detroit in general, is just a very unique um, part of Detroit. So it's just like, what's it like kind of building your independent artist career and what's it like tapping into your different creativity or different creative spaces through this like community? Yeah, I think the community is where I draw a lot of my inspiration from. I feel like without the community, I would be not even a fourth of the artist that I am today if it Preach. wasn't for nice. Preach. Preach. not only like just like, you know, the setting and like the scenery that we have in Southwest, but just like the majority of us share a common theme in our lives, which is like a little bit of struggle some hardship, but also we're all very in touch with our culture. Mm. And I think that that is so inspiring and, and just drawing off of that energy and feeding off of that allows me to be the best artist I want to be because I feel like we have such a strong story to tell and yeah. like why not use what I've been given yeah. through my voice to you know spread that and to let people know like Southwest is an extremely big part yeah. of Detroit's history also. Honestly, I don't think, I mean, I've never met other people, like I've never met Detroiters outside of Detroit, if that makes sense. Just Detroiters in general just have a very uh, special thing about them, you know? Like I feel like anytime I meet a Detroiter, it's just very genuine. And I think yeah. it's just something you don't come across. It's of. a mindset. We all, we all have a, a very, we all share that, you know, like that hustle, everything. Mm -hmm. we, we know what we want and we're going to go, we're going to go for that. We're yeah. not going to really let too many things, too many obstacles, too many people stand in our way. And I think that, like, on top of that, because I feel like that's just, like, a very, like, city thing, on, you know, in general. Mm -hmm. But I think what really sets Detroiters apart is that it's not just, you know, I'm going to get what's mine, but also, like, I'm going to lift you up, too. You know, yeah. it's just, yeah. like, we're all just, like, making sure that we're we're all trying to eat, you know. Yeah. And we, we make places for people at the table. We don't 100%. kind of, like, shut people out. It's yeah. just very, it's a very unique experience, I think, here in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And I think raise, being, um, developing your artistry with that surrounding, yeah. you know. Yeah, so, the, yeah, the community definitely was what, what charges me best to be yeah. the artist that I am today. Yeah. And, uh, as far as, like, just studio spaces, like, I, I've definitely been fortunate enough to have, like, my own studio equipment from a young age. My, my grandfather mm -hmm. and my family runs the cultural center, Garajibutra, out in the neighborhood. And nice. we have, like, the summer programs where we do recording classes. So I've yeah. had access to some of that same yeah. equipment. And... Yeah, it hasn't really changed too much over the years. I still like to record all of my music at home. Uh, 
with a home setup. Like I yeah. recently just bought like myself, like I call it my forever mic because I, nice. like I don't have to buy a microphone yeah. anymore after this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was a nice little investment. It's, a, it's like nice. an infinity. It's the infinity oh, mic. I bought a Neumann. I bought a Neumann. Oh, I'm yeah. Nice. happy to get it. Yeah, nice. I was hyped. I was, it's my baby. Speaking <laughs> on, on, on home producing and, you know, uh, moving on to your newest uh, release, the EP, mm -hmm. um, Lose Me Now. Um, how did you come up with these amazing visuals? The like visuals the were visuals fire. Yeah, like like even just the red theme, even just the rose, like there. Yeah, it was like so good. So the that yeah, that actually kind of works perfectly because the project was actually recorded in my apartment. Wow. The, so Tebow yeah. Roland. Tebow, hey, yeah, shout out Tebow. What's his Instagram? Yeah. What's Tebow's Instagram? Can we for the audience? At produced by T-H-I-B-O-U-L-T. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Tebow is actually he executive produced my album "Wish You Well," and he executive produced this "Lose Me Now" project also alongside Caleb Waterman and Jay Cribs and Richard Hong. Those are the other three uh, producers involved. But yeah, we started it in the apartment since we're uh, we're actually roommates. So one morning we just decided to start working on like a, an electronic project. Kind of for fun, yeah. honestly. It was like a few days after Christmas. I was like, Those Yo. are the best projects, man. They're like, just let's, let's, yeah. let's mess yeah. around. Just like, like, let's just like, let's make some. Get. We were yeah. listening to a lot of like electronic music that weekend, and I was like, Yo, let's make some shit like this. Like, fuck it, why not? Get like, it popping, baby. Yeah. 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 And then I approached um, Xavier Cuevas, yeah. uh, barely Hispanic, on Instagram. And hey, shout out Xavier, man. He's so yeah, talented. Exactly, man. That's, so that's talented. the homie for real. And he's actually the person who shot the cover yeah. for the Lose Me Now project. Uh, I also want to shout out um, Gordo, Renato Gordo, Tron, oh, Gordo, um, baby. on hey. Instagram. He shot the cover for Wish You Well. Yeah. So I think that's important to say, too. Yeah. But Xavier is the one who kind of steered the visuals for the Lose Me Now project. That's why we had the, we ran with, like, the the red. Yeah, for all I of love them. that red. The color. red was yeah. so good. I feel like right. it just fit so well. And it wouldn't have been possible without Xavier. Xavier helped with the the cover, but also he um, came to the last few sessions because we did do a few of the sessions downtown um, at Assemble Sound, and he sat in on like there were two eight-hour sessions just to finish the whole project. Yeah. And he sat in and recorded all the whole, both sessions in their yeah. entirety and chopped it up and kind of gave us some like trailers, which is what you can find on my yeah. Instagram. Nice, nice. Um, it's did done. you make it like to your accomplishments that you wanted to get done with this EP? Do you feel you set the mark where you wanted to? Yeah, I, I know you got more greatness to show. I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. were you proud of yourself on this project? I think I'm always proud of everybody involved and, and yeah. the projects that we put together. Nice. Um, the, the EP, my approach for EPs is kind of like to have a little bit more of a laid back approach, not to like, not to say over invest myself, but it's a, I treat them a little bit differently than I would albums. Like yeah. the, the Wish You Well rollout was, was a rollout that took about four or five months. We rolled out the album for four or five months. Yeah. The Lose Me Now project, we rolled it out for maybe two, three, four weeks, <laughs> which is a little different. So it's a different approach. Yeah. So with that, I think there's obviously different goals, but we hit every goal that we wanted yeah. to, quick especially sonically. Quick question on the previous um, album, mm -hmm. The Wish You Well. Would you say Tesla was your standing out song on that? Oh, that's a good question. That's what was your hard. favorite song on Wish You Well, bro? My favorite song on Wish You Well is actually Say Nothing. Say, say nothing. nothing. So it's okay. track two. Okay. Track two is actually, that just, that yeah. I feel like it It really caught the energy that we carry around yeah. ourselves mm -hmm. right now. Just yeah. me and like the people that I stay close with. Yeah. Uh, but Tesla, is, yeah, Tesla's my baby for sure. Nice. That's the, that was the song that started the whole album. So the album wouldn't have become a reality yeah. if it wasn't for Tesla. And we made Tesla like eight months four before. Hours. And I'd never yeah. held on to I'd never held on to music for that long. So you wrote Tesla in four hours? Yeah. Yeah. We wrote Tesla. Well, I wrote it in With probably Tebow? 
Yeah, so Tebow, we yeah, had a session. We finished the whole Tebow, song man. in four Tebow's hours. Tebow was just always in the yeah, studio. Yeah. The song was finished in four hours, so we pro I probably wrote it in less than an hour, to be honest. Yeah. But that's not like a super common theme. I'll definitely take my time. Yeah. It's just Tesla was so fluid, and the session for Tesla was so effortless that it all kind of just fell together. Yeah. And like I said, it ended up being the driving force to decide to even take up on an album. Yeah, yeah sorry. So I feel like we, we really, like, I really appreciate everything that you've shared. Like, even sure. getting to know, I love knowing, like, honestly, um, artists' favorite songs off their album or, like, yeah. uh, like, learning the small details of just, like, the creative process. You know, I really love that. That's why I watch a bunch of, like, big artist interviews, like Big Sean's interviews oh, yeah. are just so I good. Because he goes into so much detail, yeah. you know, He's of his really creative process. really spoken. Yeah, but since we've touched on those, uh, we just want to ask, man, like, what's new? Like, anything new? Like, are you working on anything new? Yeah, right now, so I'm actually working on a second EP that hey. I'm hoping to release probably mm. within the next, like, two months. I just have to finish some final vocals for that. So kind of just trying to keep the momentum going. We had the album in October. Lose Me Now dropped in April. Yeah. The, the next EP is going to be called Solitude. I'm going to announce that anyway. So nice. Hey, the Beaver Dust Detroit yeah. exclusive, the man. Solitude We're getting all the exclusive. I don't know where to get the Just Solitude <laughs> coming out yeah. this summer, y'all. And then I think I'll probably, after the, the Solitude EP, I'll probably take a little time to just kind of kick back a little bit, spend time with family, friends. And I think it'll be time to start working on another album. Yeah. And that album will most likely be, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to invest a lot of time into that album. Yeah, one last thing, speaking about your success. Uh, we know Detroit Metro Times wrote a spicy, nice article about you. Like, that Justin Timberlake article? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're here, we're here. yeah I mean, like, wow, you know, I just woke up one day and I just seen him all over my yeah, social I swear. media. You know, I'm like, wow, Gabe, you know, how, like, were you surprised? You know, I just want to know, were you surprised or were you already waiting on it? You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, yeah, two different types of yeah, surprises. I, I was hyped when I got the email for it because I did. I, so there was a whole interview process for yeah. that. I got the email, I think, back in, like, December. And then I was like, oh, shit, this is oh, kind of yeah. cool. And then, like, I had the, the, they scheduled an interview date for it. And then I had the interview, and I felt really good after the interview. But then the day of, I, I, I won't forget the morning of, because <laughs> wow. I think from, like, 6 o'clock in the morning yeah. to, like, maybe, like, 6 o'clock in the evening the next day, my phone was just Dead. on bump. Yeah, like, it was crazy. Like every wow. like every wow. second there was just something. Hitting Talk about phone. Justin Timberlake, man. <laughs> <laughs> it gets yeah, worse from here, Gabe. It was yeah. it was it was intense, and I felt very grateful to have that much love being sent my way. Yeah. That, that day was that day was really nice. It was a great way to start the year too, because it was at it was the top of the year. It was January, I think twenty something was the day that that article came out, and it yeah. was a great way to start the year. And like I said, just having that amount of like love and seeing mad people from the neighborhood too yeah. just like sharing like you said like sharing it to their stories retweeting it on twitter like yeah it just it made things feel full circle it made it That's feel like man, like yeah. you know not not necessarily worth it just like damn like i'm definitely on the right path and this is exactly where i should keep going yeah. that's dope man nice. so just um something i kind of like want to know uh, if you off the top of your head could work hypothetically with just two local creatives who would they be Oof, off the top of my head. Off the top of your head. Like have first never, name. having never uh, worked with them before? Mm, yeah, let's say that. Just like people you've had in the back of your mind, like, damn, I really want to collab with them. Or like, damn, this yeah. Yeah. This would have been perfect like a few a few months ago because Loki, I just released, or I uh, was a part of a project that just released. Uh, Rico Waves just dropped a project. Hey, Rico. I got to feature definitely. on that. Shout that out project. Rico. Uh, so I definitely, if this would have been asked like two months ago, I definitely would have said Rico, Rico. And, and now we have this song together. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if that's cheating. I'm gonna say it counts. That. We'll I'm count it. Say Rico Waves, one. number one. All right, Rico. And ooh, this is like putting me on the spot. I want to like 
Yeah, they know who they are. It's off the top of your head, <laughs> man. No, no hard feelings. Camila, we're we about to drop this song. Man, we got a song, got a song in the works, y'all. Like, yeah, you guys don't even up. know. This is going around. Now y'all making music behind my back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm proud of y'all. No, yeah. I can't so wait to hear what you guys coming, though. It's going to be some fire. We got we got a song on the way, y'all. Yeah, y'all I didn't even mention that in my interview. Yeah, I do music. I write my own music, too, y'all. But, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, I, I appreciate that, Gabe, a yeah, lot. Thank you, Gabe, for, you know, for um, sharing uh, that with us. Um, just to get back on your Ch uh, Chilean background real, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out um, Melly, by the way. My mom. And, um, she managed and, you know, to bring your her an interview. Your family and everybody. Uh, sadly, she couldn't make it here today. But <laughs> either way, Amelia. your spirit is still here, Amelia. <laughs> Always. I just wanted a quick question. What is your favorite Chilean dish? Oh, that's easy. Empanadas. Empanadas. That was quick. Okay. <laughs> that was really you know, quick. I promise you, when I go to Chile, I probably gain like 15 pounds. Yeah. And it's all empanadas. Are they like made out of like certain meat? Is nah, it I like can tell you exactly how they're made, bro. Go ahead, so Gabe. Give us the beats. You got like the, you have the, 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 what's it called? The dough. You have the dough and the dough gets spread out. And then we have like a meat. It, it's kind of like a, it's a meat that Chileans make that they use for several different dishes. It's called pino. Yeah. And it's basically just like ground beef, onion. And mad cumin, yo, like mad oh. cumin. And then the inside the empanada it gets a, a half of a hard-boiled egg, an olive. Oh my god! And then the delicious. pino, and then it gets wrapped, or sorry, it gets like folded over, and then it has to be oven baked, yeah. like in a. You brick got oven. me at the hard-boiled. Man, egg. honestly, man. that sounded really bomb. Dude, that's <laughs> yeah, man. I love that shit. Wow, amazing. <laughs> yeah, right, I eat so a lot of those whenever I go back there. So. Okay. Um. So normally we would do another segment, but we gotta rush into um. You, we're so excited to hear you perform, man. Oh, so sure. like, we're gonna yeah. completely spit. Next yeah. time, y'all will see the hit blunt segment. Yeah. Um, but we really want to get to this live performance. Gabe's gonna do a song for us for y'all live. You would Detroit exclusive. Hey, hell yeah! Quick performance by my dog Gabriel, man. Show us what you got, baby. What song are we doing today? Uh, I'm gonna sing. Uh, it's track five on the album. It's called Cold. And yeah, this is how it goes. <laughs> Cheers, baby. Cheers. Won't you look at the mess that we made? Minds ain't changed, and still here we lay. Knew that you'd be no good from the start. Find me where there's danger. Now you say it's all me. She thinks she loves me. But we both know this ain't nothing And it's been that way All the lies we've said We forget to live another day Cause I love the way you walk into the room And I know you need attention for the pain And tell me things that make me wanna stay And knowing this ain't love, it's just a game Pull up late night, arguing won't stop time. Differences in opinion never let hearts align. You'll find my love inside a locket with your picture on it. Despite the problems that we have, I know you. Cause I know that you want me, but right now it's too much. And we've lost our trust to keep lust from. Your heart, and I love the way you walk into the room like somebody. I know you need attention for the pain, baby. Call me, tell me things. 
Thank you so everything, man. We decided to get you a special gift today, you know, designed by uh, JRZE Athletics. With your name right on it. With your name oh, on it, man. Thank you so bro. much for coming out to our podcast. We, we appreciate everything, you know, and you coming up to our show today, man. Go ahead and show the audience that amazing shirt designed by JRZE Athletics. You already know. Oh, yeah. And uh, could you please just let our audience know where can they follow you? Where can they find you? You know, everybody wants to really yeah, uh, just. All, you can find me on all social media platforms. Uh, it's all going to be the same. Gabriel X Durant. And I appreciate y'all for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming on the show, bro. It was a, it was a pleasure. Y'all, that is our first episode. We are wrapped. Detroit Vibes, baby. Tune you in next time. time We're going to be interviewing Medea, the makeup artist. She's super dope, but we'll see y'all next time. Yeah, thank you guys. Have a good one. Hey, hey, good shit. Bro, I was so sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I was so